Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. MJ on a Thursday. Nothing better. Welcome into Canty and Carlin, hour number two here on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Plus, and your smart speakers. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance alongside Coach Tim Welsh. I'm Dallin Cuff in for the guys today. Um, as we're talking about eating cake, there was a situation, I'd say about five or six years ago, I did eat cake with my hands. I will have to say I was completely overserved, but there was somebody that took a video of it. It exists. Uh, it's hard to not believe you've ever had a piece of cake. Coach, like I knowing said, I was overserved. Knowing you as long as I have, it was, uh, you know. It got away from me quickly. We played a dice game, tequila was involved. Uh oh. It did not go well. And there is a video of me just sticking my hand in a cake, crushing it, and then looking at my wife and be like, what are you looking at? What's the problem? Like, she's crazy. I woke up and I was shown this video. Needless to say, a little embarrassed. A lot of cake talk today. Might have to have a little cookie cake when I get home tonight. But uh, other than that, cookie. There you go. Coach's 12th birthday of his son, Griffin, is today. He's here celebrating with us. And yes, Michael Jackson's vocals are on the are on somebody's watching me, by the way. But wow. Released, uh, the by, Mo, you know. released by Motown. Probably 1983 Did you play if, that if in your ever, dorm room if you're ever back gonna, in Columbia yeah. back in the day? If you're ever going to mess with me here on MJ, you're in real trouble, buddy. Who do you think's voice that is? Come on now, I just man. always know as, as the band Rockwell. I like the Champions League. But the, that's uh, the ghost get, when I got into that. Of course, you want more Champions League, I will sing the Champions League anthem <laughs> on command. The Champions! We could do that all day. But yes, Lord, look it up. This Rockwell is why was, I asked... Look it up, but MJ, MJ's go, guest vocals are the... That's who's singing the frame, singing the, the chorus. What's the schedule you've had today? In your ear, though, not on air, because I wasn't trying to call you out. I was just trying to ask you. I you know go. it was in my ear, but I'm going to blow up our spot. If Evan, you're going to come at me in the middle of talking about eating cake with my hand and it question my MJ knowledge, we're going to get into it on air. Why are we not? Well, you talk about the rundown. We got the great rundown from Evan, but uh, if you saw Dallin Cuff's rundown of his schedule today, you could see where I want, once in a while he'll get off the tracks. He'll be off the tracks, and that's allowed with the schedule you've had all day today and going deep into the night, long and deep. This is this is our five of eight hours of radio, so seven hours of radio today, uh, eight hours of audio, if you will, and there will be a TV show at 10 o'clock on ACC Network. Not to self-plug, but who knows what I'm going to say in that show. It is going to be the rails are going to be totally off in that show. Um, let's get the rails back on in our show. Yeah, let's we'll put we'll it back together here. Um, football, back to football, back to football, back to the NFL. And in college, it was always important. Well, in any time, but cite your sources, folks. So let me just cite my sources real quick. A little inspiration uh, by a guy that used to sit in this chair, my man, Ryan Rosillo. Uh, today, this week, in, in one of his pods was going on about co- quarterbacks of the recent last 10 years or so that have tried to go from one place as first round quarterbacks and go to the next and revive their careers and how that's worked out. By and large, it does not work out. What he didn't do is really get into the four that are doing that this year, and that's what discussion we want to have. So there's four quarterbacks, first-round guys, that are trying to revive their quarter, their careers with different teams. Baker Mayfield with the Panthers, Marcus Mariota with the Falcons, Mr. Trubisky with the Steelers, and Carson Wentz with the Commanders. The question I want to pose to you, Coach Tim Welsh, which quarterback here has the best chance of actually not just having a good year, but potentially reviving their career at this new stop? I'm going with uh, Baker Mayfield, okay. although... I- I'm not sold on the program mm-hmm. that Matt Rule has at in Carolina. I I was really disturbed the way they came up to New England last week and just started fighting the Patriots yeah. two days in a row. They, 
four fights, and then they get to the game on Friday night and they don't even play the regulars. So, but I like Mayfield. I think he's still a good quarterback. He could be a really good quarterback. Uh, of course, if McCaffrey uh, stays healthy, yeah. that's the big if in Carolina. Uh, Mariota, I don't know. I, I don't think he's the long-term uh, solution there. We all know they they uh, drafted the Falcons drafted Desmond Ritter, uh, Trubisky. You know, he had the one good year in 2018 with the Bears. Uh, is he really ready? I, I think he, they're going to hand him the ball to start the season, but Kenny Pickett's looked really good. Yeah, he He's is. looked really good in the preseason. And Carson Wentz, I like him. I think he's solid, but uh, I don't know if he's got has the weapons around him, but he has the coaching. I think Ron Rivera, probably out of all of that group, as far as an offensive coach, a quarterback's coach, will Carson Wentz will benefit the most. That's my guy. That's my answer here. And it, I do think, in terms of these guys' careers, he has had the one year that was the best year of the group. I mean, he was an MVP candidate, obviously gets injured, has some mental, you could tell just mentally and physically was never back at the place that he was uh, when he was there at the Eagles in that, in that first campaign. But I think that team, they've had some de- decent weapons they brought around him. I think the stability of the coach is important. The organization has gone through so many issues. We know that. That organization is a disaster. And ownership matters. Ownership affects things. That said, Ron Rivera has had a little bit of success through that process um, early on there. Chase Young has to be the Chase Young from rookie year. Uh, he's coming off that ACL injury, but he wasn't good last year prior to the injury. So he's got to look that way, and, and that team has to be better. But I do think Carson may be able to actually bet in there and have success, not just this year, but actually become their guy for a couple years forward. Now, the qu- the problem with some of these this conversation is these guys are available because they weren't the guy that they were supposed to be. I just think he may have the best chance out of the group. It's like a bad three-point shooter. You're open for a reason. <laughs> You can't shoot. <laughs> That's exactly right. Exactly. So, and, you know, Ron Rivera, you talk about the organization of the commanders. I think he can protect his players from any outside stuff going on mm-hmm. within the organization, whether it's the ownership and all the lawsuits and everything else that we know about that, you know, we really don't care about now because football's getting ready to start. We want to see the game on the field. Um, and and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has the program. Yep. They have the program. I mean, Mike Tomlin is an excellent coach. He's a winner. That's all he does is win. He never loses. He never has a losing season. Uh, but it's big shoes to fill in Pittsburgh. I mean, the big guy, Big Ben, was there 18 years. So it's, it's you're aware. So, But I love Pickett. I, I think eventually it's going to be his job, and I think they're going to ease him into it, but I think you're going to see him by mid-year. Okay, we're going to come back to that in a second. I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm a Steelers guy, born and bred. Um, I'm going to say to say I was internally conflicted to root for Ben for my entire you know 18 years. That's just that was part of the deal. But yeah, I, I did um, and root for that Steelers team without a doubt. But when you go back to Baker though, he's going to get the ball there, and I, you do always have Darnold kind of looming still to that. You want to have security in your spot. So Darnold, Sam Darnold's looming back there. Is another former first first round pick that's looming back there. But it does come back to McCaffrey. If he's hurt, that team is just just remarkably different and he makes everything easier for them offensively if he's healthy and makes things easier for Baker so I could easily see the Panthers who've won five games five games and five games the last three years having a similar situation where they may only win five maybe six well they're going to go with Baker Mayfield I don't think it was ever questioned that's why they brought him in and Matt Rule's feeling a little heat from up above as far as his job security goes so he's banking on him he's banking on him and and McCaffrey's being McCaffrey being healthy uh you know Mariota I I just don't see it I mean these guys we've seen enough we've seen enough of them I you know who's going to be the right Tannehill I don't know if that that can play out again he is he's the gold standard of this he is the gold gold standard. standard he's now led another team to playoff victories and he's he's put him in a different place so he's the guy that these guys are hoping to be we'll watch for Wentz 
I think Wentz is going to be the guy in the situation. I, like you said, Mariota, I do think is is not in a good spot, and basically is a band aid, and, and they get to the next draft. And this the draft division could be a problem though for the Commanders with Dallas and Philadelphia. Well, with Dallas's injury, I think they may backslide a little bit. And again, I do think it's a it's a more of a question of not just this year, but can you bet in and be their guy going forward and actually have some success? Watch out for Daniel we'll Jones and the Giants. I think they're going to make oh, a move this year. A little, oh, a little move. Oh, doctor. Oh boy. Um, we should, like that should coach. be the cheese. I have nothing. I have nothing to say. Other than, like, Holy crap! I like the coach. You like the coach. Uh, I don't like the team, but we'll, we can talk about that a little bit later. Um, when we come back, the team that I do like and the team that I do love is the Steelers, and they should absolutely. I don't care what discussion we just had. Start Mitch Trubisky week one. I will tell you why after this on Canty and Carlin. Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. What's up, folks? Welcome back into Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Plus, and your smart speakers. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Coach Tim Welsh, Dallin Cuff here in for the guys. Um, we were just kind of breaking some things down about quarterbacks that were former first-round picks that now have a new team and trying to revive their careers and who had the best chance to do it. Mr. Bisky is one of those guys, um, and he's in a quarterback battle a little bit with the first-round ba- draft pick by the Steelers last this past uh, April, Kenny Pickett out of Pitt. Here's uh, we're doing a little get up, get down. So a little segment on the show. They're working on our pre-production, our, our production of the elements as we break this down. But we'll take a topic that was in get up, and we'll uh, get down with it. So from the ESPN reporter, the great Diana Rossini. Here's her thoughts on Trubisky and the Pittsburgh job. While this competition is heating up and all you hear are great things about this rookie, I was told by a Steelers source last night that this is Mitchell Trubisky's job to lose. He is the starter in Pittsburgh, as good as Kenny's playing, and the organization has been very impressed with Pickett's play on the field and his overall knowledge in the classroom. But for now, this is Trubisky's job. Okay, Diana Rossini saying it's Trubisky's job right now in Pittsburgh. You got Kenny Pickett, the first-round pick, and then Mason Rudolph, who's former third-round pick about five years ago with the Steelers. Um, before I give my take as a Steelers fan, let me just ask you, Coach. Should it be Trubisky's job or say just give it to Pickett? Because there have been rave reviews, and he's looked good when we've seen him on preseason games. Well, I think I think they're gonna. You have to ease in a rookie unless you desperately need him, and they, and they have the veteran there, and he can learn from watching. And uh, you know, not unlike Patrick Mahomes. Uh, 
he sat out one year and then he was ready to go. So I think they're probably looking at that, at that model and saying, like, we don't want the, the rookie to just jump out there and make mistakes. Although Mac Jones looked pretty good last year as a rookie. Mm-hmm. You know, they threw him in there. He's not unlike Pickett, you know, kind of a guy who's going to be an accurate thrower, a guy who's really good in the classroom, is going to work, work, work. He understands the system. Uh, so I think Trubisky will be on a short leash for sure. Yeah. Um, first, we'll just talk about Kenny real quick. I had a chance to cover him a little bit when he was at Pitt. And, uh, you know, quiet confidence, smart guy. Obviously a real worker. His whole team loved him. A real leader. And he's a grown man. He's, 20, he's an adult now. He's 24 years old. He'd been at Pitt for five years. He's in a comfortable setting in Pittsburgh, and he's looked really good. All that said, are you familiar with the term sacrificial lamb? Of course. That's kind of what I want Mitch Trubisky to be. Because that offensive line, it is Swiss cheese, man. And I do not want to see a rookie that could be good sit behind them from week one and just run for his life. Like, it's just... It is ugly right now when you watch that offensive line, and it's not surprising what, what, what we're seeing as Steelers fans and anybody that's watched their games, uh, knowing how they struggled to draft in that position in recent years. Some guys, some guys have not developed. So Trubisky, happy to throw him out there week one, and maybe up to like week six, seven. And if he gets some wins and he can keep rolling, fine. But I, I really think you, you can severely damage a player, not just by his inability to be successful as a rookie. Physically, if he's getting beat up, that has you physically hurt, that has you mentally hurt, and may end up on the sidelines just because of injury. So I would much rather see Trubisky. Sorry, I'm not hoping you get hurt here, Mitch. I'm just saying, I would rather you see him under center running for his life early on than the first round pick that could be really good down the road. Well, Mike Tomlin's smart. He understands that that's the situation. And, you know, just keep learning, keep learning, keep developing. Obviously, the division's brutal, you know, with the Ravens and the Bengals sitting there in front of them. So it's like, you know, where are you as a team? You know, it, until you shore up that offensive line, do you want to put your rookie out there yeah. and get him beat up? But, you know, the other side of it is what the Patriots did last year. You know, their offensive line wasn't great. Mac Jones did get hit a lot, but they ran an offense where he didn't have to do a lot. You know, quick dropbacks, quick throws, quick uh, uh, passes out into the flat. Not didn't have a lot of time to throw, but didn't need a lot of time yeah. to throw. So they could they could tweak their offense a little bit to take advantage of Pickett and their lack of offensive line. Which is, I mean, that, well, that was obviously uh, Josh, Josh McDaniels last year as the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. And they'd run that system for Brady, too. It was very much three steps out, ball out, quick read out. Like They were trying to keep their quarterbacks upright and get the ball out of their hands quickly and then allow their skill position guys, particularly guys that may not be able to win on the outside, but are good slot guys or good tight ends or good running backs to make plays in space and make guys miss. They did that to great effect. Matt Cannon and the Steelers constantly threw the ball behind the bubble screen is their favorite play call. Like it was just it was just instead of running the ball because at times as much as Najee Harris is really good and he got a lot of touches again the line didn't exa- exactly help him and he gets he gets ground down too so he's going to get the ball up but again if they can't open holes for him and you can't progress the ball and you're playing in that division as you mentioned with the reigning AFC champions which I can't believe I still say that those are the Cincinnati Bengals hurts my heart a little bit. Baltimore Ravens, who I despise. Hurts your heart, and it's hard to believe. I, it's hard to believe, and it hurts my heart. At least I've, I have had respect for the Ravens stay, for a though. long time. They're here to stay. When you get that quarterback, and you get some players around him, it changes the game. And we've been, I mean, let's be real. Steelers fans, we are spoiled. Like, I, I my brother always said, you don't really remember the 80s well. I was born in 83. I remember Tim Fumbles Worley. I remember Bubby Brister. I remember some lean years. But the, the whole decade, and the prime time of like that decade being... Horrible, and I don't want to go back to that because I've been spoiled since basically like 1991. They've been in contention to get to the AFC Championship game and or Super Bowl my entire life. And they did that in the first 10 years without a real franchise quarterback. Neil O'Donnell, Cordell Stewart. This is a different game now. You got to have that dude. And we don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson, but the Browns 
and all that guaranteed money, they're going to have their dude too. So in that division, it is a long haul. The Steelers need to find their dude. That goes by initial point. If it is Pickett, let's give him a shot where he can stand up right and not have him get fed to the Wolves. Well, I like it. I like Pickett a lot. I think he, he's got the moxie. You know, hey, guys from New Jersey, they're not afraid. And uh, <laughs> you know, you go. He's, played, he's played in Pittsburgh. He never went to a Steelers game after he played at Pitt for four years. So yeah. he's, uh, I think he's ready. I think he's ready. As you said, he's older. He's a little more mature. But ease him into it. I agree with you. Just ease him into the situation. But have him ready. Have him ready and, and not necessarily be a Pat Mahomes, sit out the entire year. Uh, I think he's ready to go at some point once he learns kind of from the sidelines and keeps studying the system. And maybe they can tweak the system even more as they move forward in the season and see what they need to do as far as the offensive line, their lack of you know protection, having great protection up front. And it is, it's an antiquated thing now to wait, to have quarterbacks wait. You know, that's not like that's not like the, 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 like a taboo thing. It's like a sign. It's like in college basketball when a guy comes back for his sophomore year or his junior year. It's like, looked at as a bad thing versus that guy may become better and may be able to stay in the league if this guy sits out for at least half the season or maybe the whole season. I don't know. That could benefit him. We've seen that in the past where we have seen guys get their brains beat in. And there are exceptions to guys like Andrew Luck, who, of course, left the game early, but got his brains beat in his freshman, his rookie year. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is going through it right now. Peyton Manning went through it. Now, granted, I just mentioned three first-round picks that are transcendent talents. I'm not sure that Kenny Pickett is that. So I don't necessarily want him to co- try to overcome that type of nonsense. And it's not that those, those teams, when you're drafting first overall, are truly bad teams at that point in time. It's the, it's the line. If the Steelers organization is good, from top down it's good, I would love to see Mike Tomlin manage the clock better. I don't know how he can't manage some of the, It's like kids are playing Madden sometimes, manage clocks better than him. But other than that, my man has won a lot of games. Guys love to play for him. Uh, so they have the people in the right positions. You just then have to capitalize on, the, on some of the draft picks you made. And to your point, I hadn't watched a lot of Jags or hardly any Jags last year, and you know why. Why would you watch them? And I went to the Pats-Jags game uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the regular season. I couldn't believe my eyes. I'm like, Trevor Lawrence? That's Trevor Lawrence. That doesn't look like Trevor Lawrence to me. That looks like some guy off the street. And uh, we'll see if he can get revived after being beat up mentally and physically in his first year. Having Peterson, Doug Peterson coming in down there, hopefully will change him. He changed that a lot. Offensive mind and coach that... Obviously, had success in the NFL. Uh, we we all kind of realized the stuff that was going on with Urban Meyer and that 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 organization was run very poorly. Oh, Peterson will definitely help him. Yeah, there's no, no doubt, doubt about. It. And I think from the mental standpoint, to your point, you have to be able to overcome that. And he said all the right things now. And I do think even having the coaching change gives you the belief that hey, that was that was last year. Let me put that behind me. I mean, learn some stuff from that. Let's move forward to the next year. And see what happens. Well, that's where that's where I was so impressed with Mac Jones last year as a rookie stepping in and all the pressure that goes with being the starting quarterback of the New England Patriots. Just the moxie he had, you know, the poise, you know, the being able to step up and you know after a loss even take the blame and, and say I have to be better and, and never blaming his receivers, never blaming anybody else. So you know those are those are leaders. That's hard to teach, and I think that's what Pickett has. That's that is that Pat Narduzzi would co-sign that the coach of Pitt, and I've seen it up close with Pitt Kenny, and I definitely agree with that. Uh, we will talk with Eric Mangini coming up at 5 o'clock, a little more about the Patriots and their play-calling situation and some of the struggles in, that seem to be there with year two with Mac Jones and the offense. We'll get into that a little bit more. Canty and Carlin is brought to you by Boost Mobile, a proud sponsor of the 2022 Department of Defense Warrior Games. With Boost Mobile, Mobile feel the power of more money in your pocket on one of America's largest 5G networks. Big injury news in the NBA. We went through it earlier. We'll touch on this again. And everybody's calling in and saying they have the answers. Chet Holmgren's an idiot. No, folks. I'll tell you why you're the idiot. Next. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. 
Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. What's up, folks? Welcome to Canty and Carla on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Plus, and your smart speakers. Coach Tim Welsh, myself, Dallin Cuff, in for the guys today here on a Thursday. I just heard in uh, Doug's update there that um, Chad Holmgren, the number two overall pick from the Thunder, is going to be out for the season. Suffered an injury, um, playing in a pro-am, uh, went a couple nights, no, I guess it was Wednesday now, Thursday, uh, and um, basically if you haven't seen the play, LeBron and him kind of in a one-on-one situation after a, after a rebound, and, and he's just kind of just kind of steps awkwardly, that's a foot injury, and um, he's out for the season. And coach, I guess not surprisingly, right away when people playing in a pro-am, people jump on board right away saying, he never should be playing, he's an idiot, why was he playing? I don't think people understand. What is special about basketball is that it's not football. That you can just walk into a park and hoop. That's the part of the beauty of being a hooper. You can get your, you can just walk anywhere and play, and you want to play. You become addicted to this. Since you're a little kid, you just go play games. You play pickup. You get with some friends. You play organized games, whatever it is. It is a sport that allows you to just go and hoop, and that's what you want to do. It's what you love to do. And he was doing this at a high level, obviously, LeBron and others on the floor at Jamal Crawford's Pro-Am up, first time up in Seattle. If you think he shouldn't be playing, this could happen in a workout. This could happen in preseason games. It could happen in any single game he's playing. It's a little bit of a weird situation, and it's not just about his body. As people, have, I still have questions about his body long term. I don't know how it's going to work, but it's just I think this is more of coincidence than this is his body breaking down. It was a strange play to say the least. And if you think he should have been playing, you don't get it. You're an idiot. You know what Luka Doncic was doing earlier today? He was playing in the FIBA World Cup qualifiers in Europe against. Yeah. Estonia. Okay, he was running up and down the floor over in Europe. He's been in training camp for that with that with his team. Uh, there's players, there's players playing all over the world every day in qualifiers and in international play. You know why doesn't this come up in the Olympics? Yeah, you know why didn't this come up when 
Paul George uh, broke his leg in Las Vegas playing for Team USA. I mean, it just happens. Guys are going to play. You can get hurt working out by yourself against a chair. You know, it happens. It happens. So uh, that part I I don't believe in. Uh, The part maybe he can learn from, as Sam Preston said, we're going to something positive will come out of this, is when you're playing in these type games at our exhibitions, when LeBron is running, flying down the floor, just get away. Now that one, I totally go Matador. Get the hell out of the way. Now I did that mostly when I was guarding anybody. Period. It was kind of a, a flaw like an all star game. game, like the all star game. Nobody goes near way. anybody. Yeah, it's a again, it's a pro am, and you're on a one on one. The odds you're stopping LeBron from getting where he wants there are basically nil. I know he's a great shot blocker, seven five wingspan or whatever. Just get out of the way. It's just well, you got you credit him on one end for playing so hard. For playing so hard, he's got a lot of confidence, as we've yeah. heard in the offseason. Yeah. We've heard about how good he thinks he is, which he's going to back it up. He's He played very well in the summer league. So I do on, wonder if that's not LeBron. Does he contest it? Because it's LeBron. You wanna, do you want to Brock LeBron shot more than if it's Joe Schmo, who's one of the amateurs playing? Very good point. Very. Probably get the hell out of the way. Probably don't care. All I know is I didn't see Jason Tatum chasing anybody down. <laughs> no, I saw shockingly. him floating around out in the three-point line, making shots. Getting and, uh, shots up and just getting back. underhand lobs to LeBron. There you, that's the way to do that's these the things. That's the thing. You know, when you play in those things, get on LeBron's team. There you go. That's the way. That's the really way to roll. Uh, you're listening to Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Plus, and your smart speakers. Also, I don't think this is a huge deal, that Tim Welsh, Dallin Cuff in for the guys, is is because it's not an injury that's that could be chronic. We, we always think of whether it's Greg Oden's knees, uh, Achilles injuries, things that can truly change your, the projection of your, of your career. And that's not me saying this. Let's listen to Stefania Bell, who's ESPN injury expert, who's on SportsCenter earlier today. Surgical repair is what will happen. And then it's a lengthy recovery. You know, it can be four to six months to get all the way back from it. But the good news is once it's repaired and once you get reconditioned and readapt to the sport, you should be fine going forward. There should not be any lingering issues for him. We don't hear about it as much in basketball. We hear about it much more in football. Uh, mm-hmm. Just to give you an example, Travis Etienne, star running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars, missed the entire season last year because he, too, had an injury before the season started. But he's back and looking great in training camp and ready to go. So Chad Holmgren can take a look at the NFL and be encouraged about okay. some of the guys who've come back from this. Yeah, there's examples in different sports. I mean, that, that helps. And it's again, it doesn't seem like it's something chronic. But I still do think there are. We've never seen a guy like Chet Holmgren in terms of like how he runs, like the hunched body, the weight. I wonder how his body's going to develop with weight. He just turned 20 in May. How his body's going to develop with weight? How's his, how are his knees and feet and ankles going to hold up in that? That I still have questions about. But that this was more of a freak injury. And that's more of going to take over time. I think he's going to be fine. I, you know, especially in today's NBA, you, know, you look at his body, you say, is he going to be able to withstand the the rigors of the NBA, the physicality. I mean, you watch the NBA Finals, it's five out on the perimeter. Yeah, exactly. It's dribble handoff, driving kick, driving kick. Everyone's trying to shoot threes. Al Horford, who used to be a power, power player, deluxe, made six threes in game one of the yeah. NBA Finals. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you, you watch Golden State defend Al Horford, and they defend him like he's a guard. Yeah. You know, get on, he's a catch-and-shoot guy. So... I, the way today's game is played, I think Holmgren will fit into it fantastically. That's why, and that's why he's the number two pick. Like his, and he, and you can see him at times. He gets the ball off the rim, and he can just go. When you can get, you can rip and run like that, and it's led by a guy that's seven feet tall. He plays like a wing. Yeah, that's like abnormal. Two, three. And that's what that's what that's what's special. If he can go down there, you saw it last year at times with that that game against UCLA, going full court behind his back. Miles Johnson, who's a true center, looked looked way out of place, and then throws it down. Um, he, he's a special guy. They're still, I do still, we'll see how his body develops over time, but his skill set is perfect for the NBA, and this is what he was trying, he was trying to get ready to have a huge rookie year, and of course he's going to play. Everybody's out there hooping somewhere to make yourself better. You can't just work 
in a gym, and even then you can get hurt. But you can't just work on one on no stuff or one on one stuff with your with your workout guy. That's well, not going to help. Well, a lot of these teams that have been at the bottom for a while, some of them don't have a plan. But Oklahoma City absolutely has a plan. I mean, Sam Presti knows what he's doing. He's accumulated all those draft picks. Uh, it's a setback, but you know he's. He's already taken the high road on this situation, saying, "Listen, it's not so. It's not the worst thing in the world. We're not going to tank, but listen, we we all know they're not going to be very good." You made me laugh there. We're not going to tank. That's the one benefit. They're like, "Well, we don't want them to be hurt, but I'll tell you what, it makes it a lot easier to only win fifteen or twenty games and get that number one spot." Then again, they have two first round picks. They have their own, and they have the one from the Clippers um, in twenty twenty three. We know how many they have in years to come. So, I mean, what's my man's name? The, the French kid, the the projected number one overall pick. I can't think of his. He's another seven foot. Yes. special dude. I'd like to see him and uh, him and Holgram. Wendon Yama. Thank you. I said thank you. There you go. There you go. Evan producer came in hot with the right one there. You didn't know Michael Jackson, but you're on that one. You thank took you. French at Columbia. I know that. So. Oh, yeah. I did. And coach, <laughs> I've, you've ever seen a D minus celebrated more in your life? Our, our academic counselor called me and she said, a, "You got a D minus." And you're you done. never thought you'd use it until today. I, I didn't. I butchered his name. Nanyama. All right. Au revoir for the segment. All right. We come back. Joint practices between last year's Super Bowl uh, teams turned into a melee. I'll explain after this. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I think in society we're getting a little too nice. And this may say may, may mean that I'm a prick. That's very possible. Whoa. I, I don't know. No, it's, it's possible. I've known you for a long time. But I just, I had, wait a minute. I just told my campers this week at the Tim Walsh basketball camp that's the only thing in life that's free: being nice. Well, there's two nice. There's also things like if I have if I have like spinach in my teeth, I prefer you tell me that. <laughs> it, it, just let me know. I know where you're going. So, folks, I, I just I mean, and on TV, I don't know if the TV side is on for this thing. I go to the bathroom in the last break. I have in my sleeve is this pink thing sticking out. It looks like a tongue almost. I'm like, what the heck is this? I pull on it. It's one of my daughter's tiny little pink socks. And I'm wearing a red shirt. You, you've been looking I at my right was, arm. I you've been looking at my right bicep the whole show. You didn't I, mention this? I thought it was an energy patch. because what, I, I, an I energy patch? You came in uh, you know, telling me about your day. I didn't lead with the day, Coach. I we were through the last twenty minutes. I said it's gonna be. It's been a long. Listen, one. you and I used to do some TV shows together. Yeah. I would have definitely told you if we were doing stand up draft shows, NBA draft shows, like we used to. But yeah. you know, I kind of let it go. I know how being a a father is to young young kids. So sometimes stuff like that happens. Producer Evan, can I can somebody can somebody hold me down? I've been walking on the pink sock on my arm for like five hours. Nobody in society has told me what's on your arm. I, I thought it was like you know there's a, they have those like whoop bands that you can like wear as a watch. I thought maybe it was like a new kind of whoop that like just attached to your arm and you were like monitoring like your energy and your Whoa. your 
like all your levels. I don't know. That's what it looked like to me. You, you seem like a smart guy. That's what I thought it was. Well, the, I thought you were getting some shots up in the gym, to be honest. I thought it was like that medical tape, you know, <laughs> like you know, like that swaggy tape. I was like, oh, he just got it pink. I don't know. Now, granted, if I went and sh- I mean, I could, if I put up a thousand jumpers, I would definitely have my arm in ice right now. That used to be the norm. Not anymore. I apologize. Next time we'll, we'll take care of that. Not apologize. I think you all just are too oh, nice. Wait a minute. This is on TV. Oh, beautiful. See, I, I would, I would have 100% said to one of you guys, like, even if I thought it was tape, I'd have been like, what's on your arm, bro? Like, this just, it's just, it's fascinating to me. Yeah, it's respect level coming from this way to you. Oh, coach, just, you're unbelievable. Uh, didn't want to, uh, disrupt. Do your... I have a, do I have a booger not telling you about, too? I know booger? you're, fashionably on top of things usually i'm wearing a red nike t-shirt coach <laughs> with a pink with, with a pink sock on my this bicep. is radio well i'm just describing to folks what's going on we're on espn plus too apparently um which which is news to me today when i got here but this has been good this has been good today uh talk a little hoops mix in a little nfl and uh we've got some ugliness going on you can tease that look at you tv term you, you don't need me to say you could have just rolled right through it but I guess we have 15 seconds left. Uh, yeah, so folks, if you didn't know, this just broke, actually. Joint practices between the Rams and the Bengals. Uh, it, they turned ugly. And it wasn't just you know a random guy. It was maybe the best player in the NFL was wielding a helmet as a weapon. We'll explain after this. Welcome into Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. Coach Tim Welsh, Dallin Cuff in for the guys right now. Um, time for a little, little segment called Big Deal. Is it Big Deal, No Deal? I should know the branding of the segment here we're doing. Big deal or no big deal? Big deal or no big deal? Coach, maybe you should start hosting the show. I think I'm just falling apart right now. Big deal or no big deal? Um, so we're going to bring in our guy, Evan, the producer, who did not know that somebody's watching me, MJ's voice on the chorus, which was shocking Do, do we think that's a big deal or, or not a big that's deal? That's a huge freaking deal. And it wasn't just, folks, it wasn't just that he didn't know. That's fine. But he whispers in my ear mid-show, that's not MJ, that's Rockwell. And then it says, like, I'm not going to bring it up on the radio that you're just trying uh, no, to put me on No, that's not what I said. I said, did you just say that's MJ? With a huge question mark. Like a, yeah, because I did not an know. And you're I, an idiot. You're wrong. I was questioning myself because I uh, didn't know that. You were yeah. definitely questioning me. It was, it was okay. You can question me. That's, we, do, we do that less in society, too. Can we question each other? Can we have a discourse? You were flat out wrong. That's neither here nor there, I guess. But still. That's what I, makes radio I'm good. a man, though. I can admit it. I was wrong. You can't agree on everything. No, that's, we shouldn't be agreeing on everything. And I, I'm a man. I can admit it. I can admit when I'm wrong, too, but I'm kind of a little boy. All right, time for the segment now. Big deal or no big deal? What do we got? So you guys talked about it a little bit. The Rams and Bengals just got into a huge brawl at joint practice. Aaron Donald was seen taking a Bengals helmet and swinging it like a like a hammer at Bengals players. Is, is this a big deal or no big deal, Coach? It's a big deal. I mean, come on. You're one of the elite players in football, and you're doing that. You look like a rookie. Aaron Donald, I mean, you've got to be kidding me. In a, in a practice, in a joint practice against a team that you just beat to win the Super Bowl? Come on. I, it's it's not showing much maturity or leadership. And you know, what's going on in all these joint practices this year? Well, coach, I mean, nobody gets to play in the games, I know that. So yeah. everybody's focused on the practices, and uh, it's getting physical out there. Well, those, 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 that, that, ugly. That's, but that's what this joint practice is fun. They always bubble over into a little bit of melee. You're tired of hitting your own teammates. You got these other guys in the mix. We see it all the time. What we don't see, this was, you know, Miles Garrett asked a couple years ago when he took the helmet off and swing it at Mason Rudolph, Rudolph. He got suspended for that. I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL has to respond to this in some regard. I have no clue who precipitated it. We have, we're not, I'm not trying to speculate that he wasn't justified, not justified. And being upset, they weren't justified or the fight wasn't okay in some regard. I, and then it's weird to say that, but, you know, tempers flare. When you start grabbing a helmet, though, and swinging that thing, and you're one of the best players in the in the league, if not the most dominant player in the league, 
You're putting yourself in jeopardy. You're putting somebody else in jeopardy. You're putting your career in jeopardy. There's all these different things. I know you're not thinking that when you're mad, but that's why it's a big deal because you just can't do that. I will have to say it's a lot smarter than punching someone's helmet. <laughs> this is your true. Fist. This is I've true seen too. that. Yeah, I've seen that already. We've all year. seen that. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. It's a good way to break your hand, your fingers, your it, knuckles. All those things. All them digits. I never uh, figured that one out. So, that, so this, this is interesting. Shereen Williams, who who's covered the NFL for a long time, did tweet that the NFL has never gotten involved in legislating joint practices, but they need to before someone gets seriously injured. She says, Miles Garrett's helmet swinging came in a nationally televised game. Aaron Donald's came in a joint practice. That's the only difference. It'll be interesting to see if the NFL comes down on, on Donald and the Rams and the Bengals. Like, depending on what happened to start this. Yeah, that's a great well, point. What's the, what's the difference if you get into a fight uh, on the street and you get, sus- you get suspended for that or you get in a fight in practice? What's the difference? That's a good point. I mean, the league doesn't have much say in who you do joint practices with. You kind of, it's like play, it's like coaches' relationships, teams' relationships. So maybe they want to stay hands off, but they're, they're in everybody else, other part of your life. If you do something wrong off the field, there's a player conduct for policy. God's this sake. is on the field. They def- for allegedly deflating footballs, they suspended oh, the boy. best player in the history of the game for four. Mr. New four England games. is salty. We got, we got the control room up and down here. I love some of this. When I was working at Boston, we were working together at times. I think I had to cover Deflategate for 576 straight days. I wanted to find a piece of wax dental floss and just hang myself from away. It was so brutal every day doing that. Ridiculous. Okay. That was embarrassing. Big deal, no deal. Whatever. Big, All right. big deal or no big deal. Yeah, how about the Lakers trading for Patrick Beverly down? Is it big deal or no big deal? Oh, it gives them a little spark, a little edge. I like it. It's a big deal for the Lakers. They need some of this. They need some edge. They need a little Patrick Beverly thrown into their into their life. He was a big part of the T-Wolves last year getting in the playoffs. I, you know, he gave them that special edge, that winning edge that they needed, that they they've been lacking. Of course, they traded him to Utah in the Rudy Gobert deal. I think it's a great deal for the Lakers. There are those guys. He's a, he's an all. He may be an all timer. He's definitely an all pro at this right now. Of the of the guys you want on your team, and you don't want to play against him. Like he is, he it sticks in your craw. You hate him if he's not on your team, and you love him if he's on your team. He's going to guard. He's going to get in guys. He's going to be physical. He's going to bring that edge. And I'll tell you what, this team was good defensively when they won the championship. They were top three in defensive efficiency. Granted, injuries to AD makes that a problem. Last year, other injuries make it a problem. Personnel makes it a problem. He helps that. He helps you become better defensively and bring a little something. That's how they, they're going to have to guard people to be any good. Even showed a little edge on uh, ESPN's Get Up earlier. He was, he was taking out, taking shots, coach. A little throwing a little shade at Chris Paul at anybody. He was just he was just firing stuff off. He just didn't care. He didn't care. No this surprise. is the way he plays on and off the court. <laughs> All right, Jacoby Brissett hasn't played in the first two preseason games for the Browns, but he will play week one, and he will play this week in their preseason finale against the Bears. Is this a big deal or no big deal for Jacoby Brissett? I think he needs to play. He obviously gets some reps out there, and you know it's it's his team. It's his team for the first 12 weeks, so he's got to go out there and show his teammates that he's the guy that can take them because there's a lot of talent around him. I think he's good enough to carry this team through until Deshaun Watson does come back, and I think he may be the long-term answer for them this entire season because I don't I don't see Watson coming back and being able to contribute like he did in the past because the rust will be there. Oh wow, okay. Um, I do think this is a big deal too because you got to play like and even though it's only a, I mean he's he was good in New England he was good in, in Indianapolis for a good serviceable quarterback. Um, you need to play some games with your squad if you're going to be leading them out week one. You, you probably got to get some reps. So I we keep saying big deal. I wouldn't say it's a big deal, but it's definitely not no deal. He, he should play. How about Tom Brady? He's going to play in the. He's going to start the preseason game for the Bucks. I don't think he's started a preseason game in like three years since his last season with the Patriots. Tom Brady's starting the 
Bucks preseason finale? Is this a big deal or no big deal? Why? I don't understand. <laughs> he missed 10 days of practice. Well, they had to get him some reps. I thought you were going to say he was going to mass singer or not. I thought, I thought we were going to get into that for sure. Just keep that giving that life. But go ahead. Uh, he won't, we won't see him for long. So tune in, tune in early. Yeah. Uh, and it won't be a lot going on when he is on the field. That's for sure. But the, at least they'll say we played him and he got a little bit of rhythm out there in the f- field. Who's worried about him rhythm and chemistry i'm worried about their offensive line and he should be as well as all tampa bay buck fans because of the injuries they've had and can they protect tom as we talked earlier uh you know he's got the quick release their offense is going to be quick shotgun three step step drops and then quick out so he doesn't need a lot of protection but he needs some and their offensive line right now has been decimated he's the goat in the game but he's also the goat and when he knows he's going to get sacked my man just hits the deck like, he just hits the deck. So if that's going to be the case, he's definitely doing the preseason game. Um, I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, I would say it's no deal unless that offensive line, unless he gets dinged. Like, he's, it, you all, all's well that ends well, but you got to hope that he doesn't take a shot. All right, last one. Kyle Shanahan said earlier this week that any scenario is possible with Jimmy G. Big deal or no big deal? I mean... I don't think it's a big deal because we just we already kind of know this. Uh, any scenario piece is an, as additive, but they they've been they they want him to make a move, so that we know that, and that's it. He doesn't have a playbook, so <laughs> <laughs> what if there's an injury? They, I mean, Trey Lance gets hurt in the next preseason game, and what are they going to do? I, I mean, they've got him there; they should just take advantage of him, have a good backup until something happens. They don't feel that way. All right, we'll see how Eric Mangini feels after this. Some inside the Patriots play calling issues. He's been a guy that's been a DC, been on the offensive side, special teams. He knows it all. That's next on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.